Whoa. So it's Mother's Day today, and um, you know the plan last night was I called one of my friends, more of a cousin, and I was like, you know what? I need mango readers. They're my favorites. Um, they really have a special semblance in my life. There's this one particular person I used to drink them with, and we used to have so much fun every time we did that. So there's so many memories to them, so I asked them to bring them, and today they brought me something completely different. So the plan was I was going to put the babies to sleep, and then after that, I was going to drink my margaritas, but that didn't happen and ended up sleeping. But I thought to myself, in today's Mother's Day, <laughs> I'm a mom now for the past three years. <laughs> so happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful women out there who are mothers in every shape or form. Now, I don't like podcasting when I'm pissed off. <laughs> um, just an hour ago, I was pissed off about something, but I feel like I feel a little bit better. And I've been go- getting a lot of great feedback from you guys. I've had a few ladies inbox me. And they're going to share some really personal stories about the Zimbabwean men they've dated. Now, disclaimer. I am not saying all Zimbabwean men are bad. I'm just saying the majority of the ones that I have met have been bad. I've had some really good ones. Some really good Zimbabwean men. So I don't want to generalize because I'm a feminist and... Um, Generalization is dangerous because this is the reason why in society we perpetuate all those stereotypes associated with certain races, with certain ethnicities. So I fall away from that. So if in any shape or form I have been insensitive, I just want to remain very true to that and put that into cognizance that whatever I say is my own personal experience. It is my truth. Some of them is exaggerated, but... The story I'm about to tell you, I wanted to set the tone, is based on a true story. Now, some of the other feedback that I've received is that I do not get into the details of everything that would have happened with whoever it is that I'm talking about. So I've decided to be a bit more detailed. Now, I'm reminded this story... (laughs) It's funny to me because I feel like I try to means to mind my own business. Side note, I gossip with my best friend. But I do try to mind my own business. And this just fell onto my lap, okay? <sighs> okay, where do I even begin, you guys? So let me start again by talking about my conceptualization of love and how it has changed over the years. In the beginning, in season one, I know I talked about how, you know, I grew up reading Mills and Boons. And I need to confess something. I read Mills and Boons. My first Mills and Boons, I believe, was I was in grade seven. So story goes that this oil tycoon meets this American girl, falls in love, and they live happily ever after. Now, that's just like a summary, but a lot of things happen in between. So that is the kind of love that I believed in, that, you know, I would meet my magnite and shining Amani. And why I use that term is because I've always, you know, I, I've always believed in love at first sight. Um, and I've always gone for a certain kind of guy. I've always gone for the cute, you know, the ones that, you know, when you send those pictures to your friends, your friends are like, wow, 
now he's cute. And when you think about taking pictures, you guys look amazing together, right? Now, I know a lot of us girls want to be in a relationship with people like that, but the past couple of weeks, and I'm looking at my Facebook right now, I've been going through my contacts and I've realized all those guys that we look down upon, and I'm going to use the term barans. Now, it's a Zimbabwean term, and what it basically means is those guys that wear sneakers with formal pants and shirts. Now, I'm just being mean at this point, but I mean those kind of guys were nerds, probably, or bloomed later in life, or, you know, came from humble beginnings. Whatever it might mean to you, I know y'all women know the kind of men I'm talking about. Have you realized those are the guys that, one, made it in life, two, are married. Now, this is just my own hypothesis, and this is my own analysis. I'm not saying it's a fact. But this is what I, I swear. I was looking at my mutual friends and all those guys that I would never in a thousand years date are the guys that have actually made it in life. And those guys we used to have crash ons, the ones that used to come on Seavis Day. And once again, this is a term for my American friends you know what, who don't know what Seavis Day was. A day when we once a term or twice a term, whatever the case, you came in wearing your regular clothes instead of your school uniforms. So on Steve's day, they would look amazing. And I used to have a guy like that, <laughs> that I had a total crush on. And not to say he didn't amount to anything, but he did not become as successful as we'd imagined because beauty was equated to success in my life. And you know, with high school or college, those institutions protect you from the real life, right? And you would have guys who'd skip class, but all the girls were crazy about them because they represented something, represented success. And for us, success meant he's cute. He wears the best uniform. He comes from a rich family in coats. That was success. And we didn't think about the future, right? We didn't think about oh, you know, in five, 10 years time, this guy is probably going as the likelihood of succeeding. No, 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 no. We focus on today. So that's the other thing that I've realized. So I, I'm putting this background out there and laying the foundation because it's the foundation of my story. Now, you know, because of my personal experienced experiences and just maturing and going through life motions, I decided that you know what, this thing of looking at people's beauty is not working out for me because all the cute guys seem to be disappointing me. So I decided to go for a guy. I was like, the next guy I'm going to date, regular guy. Not even a guy that if I send pictures to my friends, they're going to be like, wow, regular guy. Okay, so there's this regular guy who inboxed me one day, okay? Totally out of the blue. Sent me a friend request, inbox me. I get a lot of inboxes and I swear, I get like... I don't know, 30, 40 messages a day from family, from friends, and from some people that I even don't even talk to. So this guy inboxed me, and I'm just thinking he's just one of those people. And, you know, hey, you're beautiful, okay? I've heard that before. Not to sound full of shit. I'm not. I'm just saying, okay, I've heard that before. I'm sure the girls out there, you've heard people say you're cute, right? Okay. First day. Okay, second month, same thing. Hey, Lena, please, hi. You know, um, I really think you're beautiful. What, 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 what? So I think 
a few months later, I posted a post about um, my struggle with domestic violence and how it survived and all those things. Yay to all those women who've managed to get out of very abusive situations. I know it's tough. We'll get into that another day. But, you know, the guy was like, you know, I really commend you for getting out. I was in a very bad place and in a bad relationship and I got out. Now, there you have it. That was something that I found weird in common. I was like, wow, you know, I'm happy to talk to somebody who totally understands. Because the other thing that I always struggle with is people always ask me, like, you know, what did you do for him to beat you up? Really? Or, you know, um, a beautiful girl like you, um, single, you know, something must be wrong with you. But hey, guys, listen. He was abusive. There was nothing I could do about it. And I had to choose myself and my kids. So I got out. So I really felt like this guy, you know, he's very open-minded. Not to say he's a feminist, but totally gets, you know, where I'm coming from. So we started just having like a regular conversation. And from then on, we exchanged numbers. FYI, Zim guy. Okay? Remember, this series is focused on involving guys. And not to say that, you know, I have anything against them, like I said. So, disclaimer. Okay, so conversation is going great. You know, he would text me here and there. Hey, Lena, you know, how are the babies and whatnot. So, he texts me and says, hey, I'm coming to New York. Now, I used to stay in Washington, D.C., so I was like, okay, whatever. So, he comes to New York, and then he texts me and says, I'm here. I was like, yeah, cool, 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 cool. Then he said, let's meet. So he flew down to D.C. and we met up. Just a regular guy, you know. To me, I really think I thought he had an amazing personality. And I thought he was not cute, but handsome, you know, a man, you know. And, you know, from from our conversations, you know, this guy made sense, you guys. And, you know, he said things that were just spot on. I mean, there was nothing that I felt that he didn't say that was spot on. And I want to read you something that he wrote me. We're getting personal, right? Firstly, he says, the the fish is a very happy in water and the fish trusts water. Has its life, but it's also water that can kill fish. Why? Okay. English sounds a little bit off, but you need to get me. The thing is, if you don't go outside the area of your strength, you'll be exposed to simple death and suffering. About your totem, get this right. Don't go outside Water Bay. Meaning to say, don't change your principles depending on who you are dealing with. Because if you change your principles, you'll be going out of the water and exposing yourself to simple death and suffering. Remain in Water Bay. You'll always remain strong. I loved you from the beginning because it showed me some sense of principles in you. And I would love that. I must not come into your life making you change your principles of life. No. I want to come and stay with you in the water. I want to remain in water. And if it means... My words that I love you, I must kiss inside the water with you. So what this basic guy was basically telling me was that I didn't need to change myself. Now, guys, what do you want me to do? If a guy says, babe, I want to get into water with you. (laughs) I will cross the ocean for you. You know, I would not. You don't have to change. Okay, I was just being dramatic. Of course, I'm not crying. But come on. I'm just like, wow, okay? These are some of the conversations that we used to have. So, I mean, this guy made a little sense. You know, he used to talk about prayer and that, you know, you know, would pray together and that prayers, couples that pray together, stay together. I know it sounds like a cliche, but 
you know, for sometimes you're just so sick and tired of guys always focusing on, oh, you've got a beautiful body, oh, your heart. And these conversations, I felt, had a lot of substance. I was totally taken. I was just so in love with this guy. And, you know, I was already making plans at this point. I even remember, I think a certain day, you know, he caught me with his workmates and was just like, you guys need to come and see my wife. So proud of me, you know, so supportive with school, so supportive with the twins. I mean, all star, okay? All star. So, you know, story goes, you know, things were going great. He communicated very well and, you know, just met me at that level, you know, would call me, good morning, babe, text me, you know, FaceTime me and whatnot. And he had to go back because, you know, because of the nature of his job, he went back to our country and he was going to come back. Now, okay, so things are going wonderful, you know. Um, I'm at a point where I'm ready. I'm already talking about this guy with my family. I want them to know about this man that is in my life that is potentially going to marry me. So what then happened was I decided, I don't know why, but, you know, he sent me this picture of the first conversation we had. And it's like, babe, you know, I've been pursuing you for like a year, a year and a half. Okay, so, you know, it's just like, do you remember our first conversation? And I was like, you know what? One of these days now, I went back to my old Facebook. I don't really have access to the other Facebook. I only have access to it when I'm on the computer. I had to open a new Facebook account. So I was like, you know what? You know, I'm feeling very much in love. I'm feeling very grateful. My heart is overflowing with love. Let me just go back to my old Facebook account and check this guy out and just, you know, go through his pictures. <laughs> hey, now I need to tell you guys that huh? when you get into a relationship, no matter how much sense he makes, please Google the guy. Ah, you know, just use Professor Google, not even like deep search. Go on Facebook and just check him out. <laughs> Lo and behold, I'm going through his pictures. I saw a couple tags from like way back in the day. I'm not giving you guys a timeline on when this happened because y'all will stop prying into my life. But, you know, I went back and turns out that his person had tagged him in, two, in, a, in a couple years ago. So I was like, okay. Nothing to it. But then when I went down to the comments, well, it turned out that some of the comments were for like from four or five weeks prior to me even going on Facebook and checking this out. Okay, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to freak out. Then, okay, a few days later, guess who inboxes me? Moment of silence. Yes, the wife inboxed me. Now, okay, this is what doesn't make sense to me. One, this guy has been pursuing me for a year, two years. Two, he comes at me with the whole, you know, we come from the same streets. We've had the same struggles. Three, I've met him. Our relationship is functional. I... We're actually in the process of meeting his family. Four, I talk to this guy 
every day in his home and there's never been an indication of a wife anywhere. Five. I have spoken to his friends and they have not even like said a word about this woman. So my initial reaction. Now, I know sometimes as women, we have a tendency of fighting the woman. But as a woman, I felt some type of way. Because if it was me, I would have been distraught. And the fact that she even went to the levels of inboxing me means that this had become an issue in their home. Whoa. (laughs) I had become a homewrecker unknowingly. Now that pisses me off. That there pisses me off because he didn't tell me that he was married. He told me that he'd broken up with his wife many years ago because of the same abuse that I had spoken about. And when I think about it, I feel... Was I naive? Am I naive? Am I naive to actually believe that people can connect based on the experiences? Or is it that because I went through what I went through, it makes me an easy target? See all these questions that I have. So I went to the guy and you know, funny enough, when I was reading the messages, he was talking to me on FaceTime and I said, You need to lose my number. I don't give a shit whatever explanation you're going to give me. The fact that you lied to me about certain details in your life pisses me off. I'm done. Now, I know some of you, you know, like, it's painful, you guys. Don't get me wrong. It is so painful to fall in love with somebody and to realize that everything that they have been telling you is a facade. But if there's anything, and I, I mean, I, I'm reflecting on what he told me, that I'm not supposed to change my principles because I want a relationship. Yes, he's amazing. Yes, he makes sense. Yes, you know, he ticked all the right boxes. But right there, I have a problem. I feel like, okay, fine. Let's say, for example, they were not married. I feel like once you break up with somebody, marriage is a very important institution. I take it seriously. Give yourself a little bit of time. A year. Two years, you know, for some of us, it's difficult for us to let go. This is a whole relationship that has transcended just between you and me. There's a child involved and there are families involved. So just breaking up is not as easy as, okay, I'm done. Wake up in the morning. Next thing you know, you're dating somebody else. And why do you target us single mothers? Hey, Bagit, huh? Don't you feel sad for us, huh? Why? Why, 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 why? And then I still ask myself why. And this is not the first time. I need to tell you another story. And this guy was not Zimbabwean, by the way. But this thing of going... So this goes everywhere. This guy was a regular guy. This guy I'm describing was cute. And I blame one of my friends in in college who literally told me. So, okay. So I was in a relationship. I'm sorry that I'm... I know you guys want to know what happened with the other guy, but long story short, I broke it off. I don't have time for this shit. Okay? Screw you. Screw whatever. I don't give a damn if you told me you were going to cross the ocean for me and you're going to go, I don't give a shit. The moment that trust is broken, 
I'm done. That's it. That is it. And that was the end of it. And I don't know why I'm thinking about this on Mother's Day. But I was just like, the guy inboxed me to say happy Mother's Day, babe. I'm just like, you know what? You know, I don't have the energy to deal with this anymore. But let me go back. Okay. So, okay. So I was in a relationship with somebody. He was in Zimbabwe. I was in school in South Africa. So my best friend at that time said, okay, we have boyfriends here. We need to date other people. And she's going to kill me. (laughs) Me narrating this story. Okay. Now I'm faithful. Okay, you guys. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. People are probably thinking Alina is not. I am faithful. Okay. And I wasn't up in... Okay, I want to apologize to this guy because he was amazing. He was the best boyfriend any girl could ever ask for. And I ruined it. I ruined it with my prying eyes. Guys, grass is not always greener on the other side. And this is to you married men out there. Especially you. You mister. Okay, I must say, the wife. Hey. Hey. Guys, treat your wives with respect. (laughs) Hey. Treat your wife nice. If you want a nice wife, you need to take care of your wives all. Huh? Okay. I know I went, I sidetracked a little bit, but. So we're at school and then one of my friends says, okay, Alina, you know, we, we need to, you know, we're at school. We need school guys. And then we have our regular boyfriends, you know, because our boyfriends were not with us. So, you know, I'm going to the hair salon one day and, you know, I'm by the train station. Lo and behold, I meet this guy. You know, we just locked eyes. Okay, locked eyes, he walked on, I walked on. Day two, I was at the hair salon, getting my hair done. The same guy, is there? I heard him. He had a British accent, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry, the accent was really nice. What did you want me to do? <laughs> okay, I heard him. At this point, you know, I'd seen him at the train station. He had seen me. So I was just like, hey, sit down. Okay. We went our separate ways. Okay. Next day, I think a couple of days later, I'm walking to school because I, I stayed off campus. I meet the guy again. Okay, at this point, it's like, you know, the universe is saying something. You know, locked eyes again. <gasps> hey, hey. And he said his name was... Okay. I almost said his name, but I know you guys. You guys are going to go on my Facebook and we're going to look for him. And I'm not going to do that. Okay. So I was like, okay, 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 okay. Hey, 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 my name is McKnight. Great, my name is Selena. Cool, 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 cool. You know, so we're just walking and we're talking. It's like, you know, I'm in that department. He was doing his PhD at that point. Um, You know, okay, can I have your number? Sure, why not? So I just want to confess that at this point, my boyfriend at that time was my profile picture. But since I'd given this guy my number, that had to be scratched immediately. Okay, the whore in me came out. Okay, you guys, the whore in me came out. Deleted, exchanged, boom, 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 boom. Um, so, okay. The guy started texting me. We tested a texting back. Amazing guy, you know, hey, you know, no, well, well, you're so gorgeous. You know, where have you been? You know, I didn't even know you existed and whatnot. Can I take you out? Whoa. I told Bestie. Bestie said, shop, shop. Let's do it. 
Ugutandizindo. Love of things. This one. We went on a date. Ah. <laughs> now, guys, I want to be honest. I cannot love two people at the same time. There's no way in hell that is even possible. So, obviously, my relationship in Zimbabwe started suffering because of this guy. Okay, things were going great. Okay. When I say things are going great, I want to confess something. Ah, we were given money. You guys, this guy had money. Hey, you know, for a person who came from the ghetto, the oh, 5,000 rands is a lot money. That semester, I changed hairstyles. Okay, and I got my hair done. If I said my grandmother was sick, this guy would be like, babe, here's 5,000. Give it to your mom. Now, what am I supposed to do with that? The other guy was great. Okay, he was a student. The future looked very bright. He was loving. He went above and beyond for me. And when I say I went above and beyond, this guy, I remember he even bought me shoes. I think it was for my birthday. I'd met his mom. You know, he was just... You know, when I think about it, and I was mean. Yo, B-I-T-C-H. Hey, I broke... I don't even know. Karma. <laughs> Karma. <laughs> I feel like... Every time something happens with somebody that is not great, I feel like karma is just, you know, getting back to me for all those hearts that I've broken. But anyways, you know, um, you know, and my boyfriend in Zimbabwe is still like talking to me and texting me and I started being mean to him and, you know, just breaking his spirit and didn't even understand why because our relationship had been perfect until that point. Okay, so we finished the semester and the guy that I was dating now in college went to a conference in one of the European countries. So we were emailing each other and texting each other and also using WhatsApp. I went back home and I started being funny with my boyfriend. He even like told his mom and his sisters that I was being mean to him and whatnot. Um, And his mom called me and says, daughter-in-law, like what's going on? You know, I was really, really breaking his heart. And I, you know, when I think about it, like, I, you know, a couple years ago, I inboxed him and I, I said hi to him. And you can tell that he hates my guts. And I don't know if you, if you ever, if you'll ever listen to my podcast, but I just want to apologize. I'm truly sorry. And I've thought about this many times. I just want to apologize for the B-I-T-C-H that I was, you know, um, But anyways, moving on. So, you know, we've been emailing each other with my guy, the other guy, not this guy that I broke his heart, but the other guy. And one day, I need to look for this email. Uh, I've kept this email for years. I never thought that, you know, it would ever come to this. But... Hey, this is what you wrote. Sickle to several emails I've received from you. I'm using this medium to tell us both to stop whatever we had as it is really affecting my family. My wife and son are very dear to me and what we have or had is seriously jeopardizing and affecting the peace in my home. Really, I can't trade them for anything in this world. Please refrain from contacting me again as I wish you a very peaceful life and hope you meet the right man for you because I'm not. 
Thanks for your understanding in this regard. I just want to say that this was the first time that I received this email from him. Before then, we had been communicating very well. I don't know where this came from, but seriously, you see that I have no words, right? I have no words because prior to this email, me and this guy have been communicating very well. There was no indication. I didn't even know about his wife. <laughs> hey. So when I talk about that other guy, I just, I get, is it my name? Am I the only person who's experiencing this? That these married men come after us and they don't tell us that they're married. And then once it becomes problematic with their wives, who takes the fall? You throw me under the bus. And you make it seem like I'm the little girl who wanted to be with you and I'm jeopardizing your relationship. And mind you, funny story. His wife <laughs> hey, then sends me a message and said, you're playing with the tail of a snake. Then I was like, hey, Mew, why? Why, why are you targeting me? I mean, why? Why don't you tell your husband that he's playing with the tail of the snake? He came to me. He didn't tell me. He didn't even give me a choice to say, do you want to be my mistress? No, 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 When he was asking me out, he was a bachelor. You know, funny enough, I even used to talk to his mother. So jumping from, okay, so what is the mom? Okay, I don't get it. Okay, I don't get it. And I want somebody to tell me. Am I crazy? Am I the only person who's experiencing this? But this is ridiculous, you guys. And that was the end of it. I was like, you know what? Screw this shit. F you, F you, F you. Don't ever effing call me ever again. And guess what? When he comes back from his country, from the European country, who does he come looking for? Me! And says, he spent weeks begging me, Lynn, Hey, you know, we broke up. Uh, same story, you know, just F off. And guess what? I had broken up, okay. I had broken up with a guy, an amazing guy, because of what, a few couple dollars and a British accent, you know? Oh, man, 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 man. These guys, these guys. But anyways, you guys, um... That's another episode. It's a wrap. I don't know if I'll be able to post things more regularly, but I'm going to try every week to come back and talk with you guys. Um, I'll be waiting to hear your stories so we can share and laugh, you know, and, and just reminisce in some of those bad experiences. I'm sure we've got good experiences too. I would love, you know what? I would love guys to reach out to me so we can talk about, you know, your experiences too. Because as you heard, I've broken um, a couple hearts. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to my fiance, my best friend. Fortunate shout out. Happy, happy Mother's Day to my friend, one of my best friends, Miranda. Happy Mother's Day to all the ladies out there. I love you. Mwah.